0: Okay, another brand new episode of the Industry 45 Podcast Show. I am your host, Shane Christopher Neal. Thank you for hanging out. Giant TV, Niagara on YouTube. GiantTV.ca is the website. And today, uh, talk to a gentleman who, um, you know, is in a pretty influential band in my books. uh, The band started out in Sacramento, California in the early 80s. They were called Earthshaker, then City Kid for a few years. Eventually, that band... Became known as Tesla. Uh, today I speak with bass player and founding member Brian Wheat. Uh, Tesla put out Five Man London Jam in uh, March of 2020. We recorded it live at Abbey Road in London, England. And we talk about the creation of that album, a little bit about the previous album, which is just amazing, called Shock, an album that was produced by Phil Cullen of Def Leppard. Uh, we talk about enhanced photography. Which Brian has been doing for a few years and We also talk about a brand new book that he's coming out with Which really has nothing to do with the music industry But more about his personal life A great conversation, a great guy It is Brian Wheat from Tesla Right now, on the Industry 45 Podcast Show Alright, it was March uh, 27th Five Man London Jam Came up from the band Tesla Brian Wheat is on the phone, how you doing my friend? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. The first question I got is, "What does a rock star like you do in isolation?" <laughs> you must be just chopping uh, at the bit. <laughs> write, write,
1: songs.
0: Yeah, that's a good that's a good plan.
1: Um, here's mixed r- records
0: and mixed records, uh, right?
1: Write songs, mixed records, uh, unpack. I just moved. Uh, we bought a house in New York, up in the Finger Lakes, up by Rochester and Syracuse. And I've been unpacking and mixing stuff And working on some new music So I'm staying pretty busy
0: Well, you would have been really busy Because you had a tour that was going to start I think uh, on Valentine's Day uh, Which obviously isn't yeah, happening Yeah, it got
1: cancelled so, so, what postponed or whatever they want to call it I mean, the truth of the matter is, is No one knows when concerts are going to come back So we're kind of just sitting in limbo waiting
0: Was the last concert you played Monsters of Rock or no?
1: No, the last concert we played was Albuquerque, New Mexico.
0: Okay, so it was after and that Monsters. Was in, uh, that was in uh,
1: February. Okay, or ja- was it January? The end of January or the end of February?
0: Yeah, because the lockdown uh, came in in March. I in guess In February.
1: Yeah, in the February. So let's let's talk about this. I want to
0: you you put out the album Shock right in March of 2019. You recorded Five Man London Jam, uh, basically what in June of 2019. And then and just put this out. How long was this in the making to put this thing together?
1: Well, what happened was while we were sitting in the marketing meetings in, in uh, 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 Los Angeles setting up the shock record, it had came across the table to go to Europe and do some festivals, right? Download and, and Hellfest and a few of the large festivals in Europe. And this guy, Andrew Dahl, who's our liaison at Universal, said, if you do the download thing, why don't we see about going into Abbey Road and doing something in Abbey Road? Because people go into Abbey Road and record and do things there. And I said, well, you know, I'm I'm convinced on the eighth day, God created the Beatles and Paul McCartney. (laughs) So me being that kind of a guy jumped at the opportunity and, you know, sold it to the band so we should do this so that was you know planned then so when we went over there we said well what do we do do we go in and just set up electrically all this stuff and then we went well it's the 30th anniversary coming of uh five Man acoustic jam our live acoustic album that had signs on it why don't we go in there and kind of do you know a, a tribute to that album being 30 years old play some of that stuff acoustically and play a bunch of this stuff Because that record was made in 1990, so, you know, there's almost 30 years of uh, more material that, you know, had never been done acoustically. So, we did. So, we kind of, we did the things off Five Man Acoustic Gem, and we had to do We Can Work It Out, because the Beatles did it there. Right. Right, and it was acoustic. And then we did some stuff off the Shock Record, because that was the record we were doing at the time. And we did some stuff that we had never played acoustically before. And that's what became uh, Five Man London Jam. And, uh, you know, I think the record companies and everybody wanted to get it out now because it's the 30th anniversary of, you know, the Five Man Acoustic Jam. So it, you know, it all tied in with with marketing and, and everything else. And so, so did you, know, you did, did you uh, usually,
0: play did you play to an audience as well too when you were there like a record? It was, yeah, but it or? wasn't
1: your typical audience. It was a it was like twenty uh, English journalists, you know, from the rock magazines <laughs> in England.
0: Oh, <Well>, that's fun! <laughs> all sitting there,
1: you know, with their notepads out and stuff. So that was a bit weird, to be quite honest. That was a bit of a weird thing. You know, it's like doing a showcase or something. I much preferred that we would have had 50 contest winners in there that were actual hardcore Tesla fans. And I think, you know, the vibe would have been all the better. Although I think it turned out really well, I think it could have been even better had we had an actual audience to feed off of.
0: Now, they wouldn't let you? Is that the way it is over there? Well,
1: Audi was really strict on who they let in the building. Mm -hmm. So that's that was kind of dictated by, by Abbey Road Studios. Had you ever been in there before? I had. I mastered some... some. I have a small label, and I manage young bands, and I develop young bands, and I had mastered one of the, uh, the records, uh, this band I manage in England called Flashfires. I mastered their record at Abbey Road Studios.
0: Nice. You know, I got to say that the, I think the only time, maybe not, but the first time I did see Tesla... It was back in the early 90s. Darien Lake, Niagara Falls. Um, well, I call it Niagara Falls. Buffalo, New York. What am I talking about? Uh, Darien Lake. But that's before they had the amphitheater and and Firehouse opened the show. And I remember I was sitting on kind of the grassy area, but that was that was one of the first times I've seen Tesla. I think through the years, I've caught your band a couple of times. always been a big fan. In fact, I played a band that uh, plays a Tesla song, Love Song, and it goes over very well. Very, very well. Um, I want to ask you... Uh, Quickly, just about the album Shock, though. You had uh, Phil Collin produce the album, and I know that, that you know, you've been close with Def Leppard for a number of years. What was that like? Because the Shock album, I, I really like the album, by the way, sounds a little bit different, though, than some of the past Tesla records.
1: Yeah, I think it sounds completely different than, than all the Tesla records because it's probably the most produced record we ever made, which was deliberate. You know, uh, we, we are very close with Phil Collins. He's like our brother. And, um, you know, we had done a track with him, a track he wrote called um, Save That Goodness. And we had such a good time doing that. We said, well, we, "What it, should we try to do an album together? And everyone was like, yeah, cool. So, you know, Phil, he's in Def Leppard. And, and you know, they, they take a lot of time and effort producing their records and, and all this. And Tesla has been more of a... Always more of an organic, you know, jump in a room and play together kind of band. Right. So we, we decided, well, let's try, let's try, you know, working the way Phil does, where, you know, it's a little bit more thought out and really, uh, you know, put together and, you know, just don't go after the first thing that you do. Right. So we did that. And then, uh, And I think the record turned out fucking great. I loved it. Uh, Some people, the hardcore, you know, Tesla fans uh, didn't like it. And some people thought it was great. I mean, I I equate it kind of like someone that liked Master of Puppets that hated the Black album, you know, with Metallica. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's a bit of what you got. You got people who loved the the growth and the new, new thing you were trying to do. But A record is always a snapshot in time. And that, you know, the one thing Tesla does is we try not to do the same thing over and over again. I mean, so, you know, we did this really uh, produced record. And the next record we put out is Five Man London Jam, which is a live acoustic record in one take. (laughs) So we we try not to repeat ourselves, you know, even though, you know, sure, we've done an acoustic album before, but it was 30 years ago. So... Not, you know, every year, you know. So um, I I really enjoyed Shock. I really enjoyed this too. I thought he did an amazing job. I thought the record sounds great. Uh, Some people love it. Some people absolutely hate it. And I think that's what you want. You don't want people who are going, oh, that's okay. I'd rather have someone go, I fucking hate that record. Or someone say, I absolutely love that record. And and I think that's, we accomplished what we, we, we wanted to
0: do. Well, it's funny because I've always been a Tesla fan and own the albums. And then when I, I was uh, playing Shock, I don't know, a month ago or whatever, just from top to bottom, cleaning my house and it's on. And I'm like, shit. I mean, yeah, it's different, but I, I loved it as well. I don't love it more or less. I think the old Tesla it sound is great. Like and,
1: Tesla. When Jeff Keith opens his mouth and sings, you oh, know, absolutely. A Tesla.
0: I was, that's what I was going to ask you next is like, you know what, you guys are so lucky in a sense that you've got such, um, the voice of Tesla is unforgettable. And like you said, you could hear, you know, three seconds of a song that the vocals start and you're like, that's Tesla. You know, Jeff is just one of those unique, unique singers that's brought his game. And yeah. even now, how many years later, he still sounds great.
1: Yeah, 35 years yeah. later.
0: <laughs> wow. Um, so what? What yeah. I guess you don't know what your plans are going to be now since the tour is postponed and whatnot. Well,
1: no, we're kind of you know we're kind of in limbo, aren't we? We're just, just sitting, sitting around waiting for someone to say, "You can go play concerts, concerts again, and it's okay to go out to concerts, concerts," you know? Right, right. I mean, right now people are trying to get restaurants to open back up, so I don't know. You know, hopefully it's not too long, but who knows how long it's going to be? So you just you know you're just sitting here, you know. Biding your time, right. hoping that you know we all come out of this, you know, stronger than we were before. Uh,
0: question that's not music related. Um, your enhanced sure. photography. Are you still doing enhanced photography? Is that maybe something? Absolutely, you're Absolutely. Yeah,
1: on? I'm. Um, I'm doing some painting here as we speak in New York. So, uh, yeah, I am painting and, and and on my photography, and I'm still doing. That But unfortunately, the galleries are shut down because no one can go to them. Right. So, right. you know, that's kind of put a ding in people going and buying the stuff, which, you know, you don't want to do too many paintings where you're sitting on a stockpile of them, you know right. what I mean?
0: Can you sell them online, though, so, uh, too, or, like, through whatever? You like-
1: do, but my stuff you really got to see in person because it's, it's an enhanced photography and there's a lot of depth to it. Like, if you looked at it, there'd be like three layers, so... You can't capture that 3D depth on a photograph of the painting. When you see it, you go, oh, wow, that's cool. Um, So it's the kind of thing where you got to see him on the wall.
0: Last question. Uh, Being a drummer that I am, and I see, I mean, and and you being a bass player in the rhythm section, just real quick Mm -hmm. about playing so many years with Troy, you guys are such a solid rhythm section uh, in that band. Mm hmm. That's just um, <laughs> just, want, just a comment on, on, on playing with him and, and what that's been like over 30 years. And plus, uh, I just find that you guys just have really a, a unique, unique, cool thing going on.
1: Well, you know, we've been playing together a, a long, long time. And, uh, and we've learned how to play with each other. And, uh, I, you know, we actually came pretty quick. You know, when I first started playing with him, I wasn't probably the best bass player you know, but I developed and caught up very quickly. And, uh, you know, I, he's great. Troy's a, a great fucking drummer.
0: And you played with Ray Luzier too. Did you not on tour uh, some shows as well? What's that? You play with Ray uh, Luzier as well on tour? I think...
1: Uh, no, I'm, he did one show with us in uh, Japan. Okay, that's awesome. He's another great drummer.
0: Uh, absolutely.
1: And yeah. then, you know, I, I also have a, uh, another band that I'm in called Soul Motor that I started when Tesla broke up in 1995. And I've had that band ever since. And Troy recorded the second album I did with that revolution wheel. He recorded that and I've used a few other drummers and I actually got, I'm going to put that album out this year, the new soul Motor record. And I have a book coming out this year entitled son of a Milkman." And it's, um, a, it's about what it's kind of my, my memoirs of, you know, my life and, things I go through that are not musically related, as well as, you know, the story of, you know, Tesla and stuff. So this year's going to be a busy year for me, hopefully.
0: Nice. Well, Brian, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks for a nice interview. I appreciate that.